Hey folks, here we are. It is Monday, June 22nd. And boy, do I have an exciting week this week. Uh, you know, exciting protection. But you know what's exciting? Is figuring out how to spend less for insurance. Uh, all kinds of protection that we buy. So this week, it's going to be about the protection component that, you know, that those nine elements that we have been talking about in this blueprint model that, that is being created, we want to make sure that we understand each one of the elements inside this component and therefore that we don't end up spending money unnecessarily or unknowingly. Because if you're doing that, you're losing a tremendous amount of wealth. Now, how much wealth? You gotta realize that every dollar that you spend has opportunity cost attached to it. Now, what do I mean? If I spend a dollar unknowingly or unnecessarily, it could be an insurance premium that I'm not gonna get anything back. It could be tax to the federal government, I'm not gonna get any back. All of those dollars that we spend, they leave us forever, also loses the interest that it would have earned. So what I'm talking about is the rate of return on those dollars that are gone and lost forever. That number, my friends, is astronomical over a person's lifetime. I mean, no, we're not talking about hundreds of dollars. We're not talking about thousands of dollars. We're not even talking about tens of thousands of dollars. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars over our lifetime that is lost and gone forever. So with that in mind, as we start every show of late, we wanna make sure that we're sending our prayers out for those uh, that have lost loved ones, for the loved ones that we've lost, and, and for everybody that is impacted in some way by this virus going around and, and how it is impacting everything. Uh, you know, it is this, I can talk about that. Uh, I don't want to be negative, but we have to really think about, you know, how are these things going to impact us? Remember, you know, we've talked about perspective Perspective is how we see life. Perception is how we interpret life. So in, in perspective, your perspective could change based on additional education, additional knowledge uh, that you become aware of through meeting other people, reading books, or places that you go, that you go and experience. So we wanna always be aware of those kind of things because all of that is gonna change in some way or another how we save money, how we accumulate money for our future. It all comes down to that perspective that we have and the perception that we have. So, and both of those can change by adding new knowledge. 
So I, I just want to make sure that we are truly looking at what we're doing and how it is impacting everything else we do. And, and that's important. Now in this component, as I talk about it, there are nine elements in this component. And, and I want to move this, that's, that's better. There are nine elements in this component. The first element is automobile insurance. We all drive automobiles. So we all have or have to have, by mandate of law, you must have at least liability insurance to operate an automobile in all the states that I'm aware of in the United States. The second element is homeowner's insurance. And under homeowner's insurance, it, it, it could be you own a home, you have that home insured. Maybe you live in an apartment, you would have what is referred to as renter's insurance. Maybe you own a condominium, then it would be condominium insurance. So you have different categories of what we're doing. And I'm not gonna get into the minutia of detail about any of these coverages. Uh, the next one is catastrophic umbrella policy. So when I look at this and I think about that, the catastrophic umbrella policy is really very, very important. If you have any accumulation of assets at all, you want to make sure that you are protected liability wise. Uh, and, and you know, an example that I give and, and as painful as this example could be, you know, people, you're driving down the street in a local neighborhood, and as you're driving along, you're, you're watching what's going on, you got the music on the radio, and off in the distance, you see on the street corner a bunch of people, and, and some women, and that, and, and you're looking at their, from the deck up above the cars, and when you get close to the intersection, all of a sudden, somebody's little one comes out from between two cars right in front of your car, and you hit this child with your automobile. Now the child didn't die in the accident, but it became paralyzed, it became a paraplegic. And, and now that little child is gonna be dependent for its entire life on something else that's someone else to take care of it. Well, if you don't have adequate liability insurance and you're in front of the judge in court the judge might decide to say, okay, you, 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 you lacked insurance protection, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna pay a monthly support check to this child for their entire lifetime. So now all of a sudden you're, you're paying, could be hundreds a month, could be thousands a month for your entire lifetime to take care of this child. Wouldn't it have been better to have adequate liability insurance to take care of that, okay? Number four is disability insurance. Disability insurance is so critically important. It's why even the government offers it through the social security system. So if you're permanently disabled, uh, there is a disability benefit available through the social security program. Uh, that's, I'm not here to say that's good or bad. It's part of the reason why the social security system is broke is because they kept adding other layers of protection onto it. 
over the years uh, <clears throat> to protect other things. So it, it eventually ate it up. So disability is four. Number five is health insurance, medical insurance. We all need to have medical insurance. Medical insurance is critical. And, and it, it can be very, very expensive. But one of the best ways to have medical insurance is through an HSA plan, a health savings account. That gives you the ability to put tax-deductible dollars into an account that operates similar to an IRA. So it, the dollars are tax-deductible going into it. There's a limit how much money you can put in there. It's about $5,500. And now when you take money out of there to pay deductibles and medical expenses, it comes out tax free. Now I have always been challenged by the medical arena and their ability to cover everybody in what they do. And, and I've always found that the real problem is that everybody has medical insurance available to them. People that have medical insurance through the employer, the employer gets to tax deduct what they pay for that benefit for you. And it is not taxable to you what they pay in premiums for your health insurance. But I have always felt that it was unfair because I have been self-employed all of my adult life, other than a couple of years that I worked in the very beginning as an employee. But being self-employed, I had to provide my own medical insurance. And, and in doing that, that premium that I paid for medical insurance was not tax deductible to me. That was the stupidity of the government and our politicians of, of creating this quagmire that we have right now that was Obamacare and on and on and on. And I'm not gonna get into the minutia of all that, but, but reality is politicians don't very often do us favors. They do things that they think will put themselves in a good light with the voters so that they get reelected. You know, sometimes doing the right thing isn't popular among everybody. So, so things have to be changed and taken care of. When we elect politicians, we hope they will take that responsibility and do that. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way uh, in, in politics. So now that's medical insurance. The next one is social security. There is nothing social about social security and there is surely nothing secure about Social Security. It does not give you absolute security in your retirement. We have to think about that and go back to when it was originally created in 1933 under Franklin Delano Roosevelt and the thinking that went into the process of creating Social Security. First off, the 30s was the big Great Depression as they refer to it as. And, and during that period of time, now do you realize that the pandemic right now, this thing that we're in the middle of, the unemployment rate is higher today than it has ever been in history. Even higher than it was in the 30s in the Great Depression. 
So in that is, is some challenges. But anyway, Franklin Roosevelt in their study, in their research, what they found, what was a man named Bismarck from Germany in 1890. Bismarck was an economist in Germany and he come up with a plan that said simply that if you're a German citizen and you've made it to age 65, you should be able to retire and receive some kind of government stipends in your retirement. However, life expectancy was 49 years old in 1890. So if you made it to age 65, I mean, it was really a very small percentage of people that actually made it to age 65. And, and therefore it made sense in some degree. So here we are in the 1930s and Franklin Roosevelt is looking at the same picture and they come up with age 65 as Bismarck did in 1890. So they come up with age 65, life expectancy in 1933 was age 59. So life expectancy being 59, now, now we've talked about life expectancy. Today life expectancy for a male is, is if over a lifetime average 70s, but if you're already in your 60s, you're already in your 60s, life expectancy for a male is about age 84, life expectancy for a female is 87, 88. Uh, some things I've seen was 89. Uh, so that's life expectancy if you're already in your 60s. So now think about that. Full retirement is age 65 for people born prior to 1948. Now it phases in to age 67 for people born after 1960. So it changed the retirement date. They did this, I don't know, 15 years ago, 18 years ago, they made this change. And, and all they had to do was to put some kind of life expectancy formula into this program, this change in the date. And, and they would have solved some of the problem with social security. But as always, our politicians have no forethought they have no foresight of the future. They do not make decisions based on what is the right thing to do. They make decisions on the correctness of politics. And therefore lies all of our problem, you and I, sitting here as the public and, and what we have to deal with as we go forward. And, and Social Security needs to be changed in order to continue for it to continue to be viable. Not gonna get into that today, this week. All this week, we're gonna talk about these nine elements. Today, I just wanted to lay the groundwork today for these nine elements and some of the things we're gonna talk about throughout this week uh, about this protection component and the nine elements of the protection component. The next one is wills and trusts. So wills and trusts are kind of unique. You must have a will. Uh, if you do not have a private will, the state has one for you. It's referred to as dying intestate, okay? I mean, you have not made a, a testamentary statement, a will, so therefore the state has a will for you. 
And, and what that will says, if you have a wife and two children and you pass away and, and now some of those assets, your wife would not have access to them. So one third would go to your wife and one third each to your two children. So you would leave your life wife possibly in the lurch for money uh, in that process. So the only way that you get to say what's really going to happen is to make a will. But you want to make a will and you want to have powers of attorney. A general power of attorney and a durable power of attorney. A general power of attorney deals with money decisions. A durable power of attorney deals with medical decisions. I'm not an attorney. Here's my disclaimer. I'm not an attorney. I do not practice law. I make opinion statements based on my experiences in the financial services business, even though my approach today is quite unique compared to the rest of the financial world referred to as I refer to as the typical financial world. Uh, they do things in the typical way, uh, which literally promotes them staying in control of your money. And that also applies to these kind of recommendations. So wills and trusts. Trusts are, are there are two kinds of trusts. There are revocable living trusts and there are irrevocable trusts. And then there's different myriad of different kinds in between. An irrevocable trust means you put money into a trust based on a document and you have no longer access to any of that. It's gone forever. If you have any access or benefit to it, it would disqualify it under the IRS rules. So we'll talk more into that later on in the week. The next one is ownership arrangements. And, and that is ownership arrangements of assets from your automobiles to your home and on and on and on. And then the ninth element in this protection component is life insurance. And life insurance, that, that is its own conversation. We will get into that later this week. But I just today wanted to lay out the groundwork for this week. So we're going to talk about things that are related to protection this week. Uh, legal and otherwise, wills, trusts, and everything. So with that, I'm almost at my 20 minutes. Uh, I want to remind you, you can get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. You can send an email to me. We will send it out to you and send you an invoice over PayPal so you can pay for it with a credit card that way. Uh, the book's price is $25. It will change your life, folks. You can also go to cfo-project.com. And if you go there and put that in, it'll come up. It'll give you an opportunity to put in your name and email address to receive a PDF, a free link, a download of my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. But in that process, you will have an opportunity to invest $47 in your future. That $47 in your future gives you access to four books plus a one-hour video. And these are designed to change the way you think, really to change your perspective and your perception of things going forward. That is what's important here. So God bless. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 12 noon. And we're going to start out tomorrow through our journey through the nine elements of the protection component this week. So with that, God bless, goodbye.